Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. You're listening to Saturday Night on The Circle on 93 WIPC. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Saturday Night on the Circle. I'm Ethan Hatcher, your square peg in this round world. You can find my podcasts uploaded to wibc.com and Saturday Night on the uh, Saturday Night on the Circle.fireside.fm. In our modern world of convenience, many tasks have been automated to make our lives easier. But what about automating the process of newsmaking and the important role of value judgment? Who's accountable when robots begin crafting our headlines? Here to reflect on these questions is the award-winning newsman. He's a broadcaster, writer, family man, and friend. It's my privilege to welcome the great Christopher Davis back to Saturday Night on The Circle. Hello, sir. Well, I just can't live up to that. (laughs) (laughs) Your talent speaks for itself. You've already given us so many great news specials. You continue to provide voice work for the station. So, you know, you live up to your own legend. Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> okay, so I saw this story cross my desk uh, when I was filling in for the uh, Kendall and Casey show, Rob Out on Vacation, and Casey brings me this story about Channel One, uh, a newsmaking agency, alleged newsmaking agency out of Los Angeles that is trying to industrialize the process of crafting news in the grossest way possible, launching AI news anchors to try to read the headlines and craft stories and it's absolutely artificial it's gross and it sounds really creepy i have an example right here of what they're trying to present but how does the public feel about the design well channel one has developed a unique new way to gauge sentiment and it leverages our ai's ability to read and analyze data almost instantly i quickly read the most recent 30,000 tweets posted to x about the cyber truck and based on the emojis people have been using sentiment on the vehicle is indeed very mixed. Will Tesla revolutionize the truck market or will the Cybertruck remain a niche player? Oliver? Oliver! Um, hi. Oliver, what's coming to movie theaters this season? Oh, right. Thanks. So think about it. We spend the majority of our days with our heads down staring at tiny screens alone. Isn't it about time we took a break from that and went back to staring at big screens with other people? That's right. It's time to look up from your phone, step outside, breathe some fresh air, then get in your car and drive to a dark movie theater because these December movie releases need to be seen as big as possible. That last bit there at the end was just my reaction to this rote regurgitation of content. This is not even just reading the headlines. It's it's soulless. It's robotic. It crosses the uncanny valley. It's not it's not even news. And I knew that th- this would surely ruffle your fe- your feathers the same way it ruffles mine. <laughs> How dare a robot tell me to get out of the house and go to a movie theater? <laughs> or to, or just try and regurgitate like oh well I analyzed the emojis you. Uh, you about uh, the Tesla truck. Who cares? That's not news. 
And that tells that tells you how people feel. Uh, no, that tells you what emojis they put. There. Yeah, there we go. Tells you words on a you know words on a tweet. That's not gauging the sentiment of people. Gauging the sentiment of people requires some human discernment, and. You know, robots never heard of discernment. No, no, they lack a soul. And I feel like movies have been warning about us for years. Three billion human lives ended on August 29th, 1997. The survivors of the nuclear fire called the war Judgment Day. They lived only to face a new nightmare, the war against the machines. And I feel like that's what we're in in news right now and content generation is a war against the machines. I think that trying to implement AI is going to create a pseudo nuclear arms race of implementing this very cheap method of content creation. And it's going to take away from human value judgment, which and accountability, like who is responsible when the robots are in charge? Well, what you said there, you said cheap. And I think that's why uh, you're going to see probably more news agencies, more uh, owners want to employ these things because they are inexpensive, relatively. I mean, you think about how much human capital is whenever you're talking about employing people who have experience, people who uh, actually are getting out there and trying to make these judgments based on gut instinct and things that robots don't have. And then you say, well, a robot can do this a whole lot cheaper. But this is not a task that should be relegated to robots. News is something that people are using to make decisions about, uh, about how to go about their daily lives. And if you are going to be a news person, then you have a kind of a mission. And that mission is to be able to help people, to help people make those decisions, just to, to help people in general. And robots don't have any desire to help people. They don't have any desire at all. And when you're farming out these tasks to robots, you lose quality. It contributes to the overall degradation of information. This is an excerpt from a video by H Bomber Guy on YouTube, and it was relating to plagiarism in how very cheap uh, YouTube content creators utilize other people's work, representing it as their own and profiting in the process. But it leads to a degradation of information and I feel applies to the conversation regarding AI. See if you agree. Here's his thoughts. Internet video as a business is at odds with internet video as a medium. Dare I say, an art form. Put the gun down. The increased industrialization of videos doesn't necessarily make the videos better, just easier to make. But if you want to make as much money as possible in the short term, you cut those corners and you make as much product as possible. Information itself deteriorates in the process of producing industrial quantities of content. The mask has fallen and the gears of the mill spin naked before us as they wheel and crunch all meaning to dust and Raid Shadow Legend sponsorships. Go to audible.com slash repent Harlequin to enter a coma and escape this madness. <laughs> but Wow. <laughs> I mean, but doesn't it dovetail perfectly into exactly what we're talking about when you have robots very cheaply and ineffectively pilfering essentially other people's thoughts in the news? Like, isn't that plagiarism in a way as well? Because these aren't original thoughts generated by the AI. They are just a compendium, a collection of uh, uh, aggregate of many other people's thoughts then repackaged and represented. 
two weeks ago, I was looking for audio from George Santos, that despicable congressman. <laughs> and I was trying to find where he had uh, gotten on uh, an, an X program and talked bad about uh, one of Mississippi's congressmen who was uh, going after him. And when I typed in George Santos, uh, there, there were probably a hundred of these uh, wacky uh, automated videos that came up exactly what this uh, guy was so eloquently talking about. And I could not find the audio that I was looking for. All I could find was all of this uh, this, this crap. <laughs> and it was all computer-written, computer-performed. And, yes, it brought you the facts, but it was all so bad. It and I you- finally, you know, after three or four of them, I, of course, I gave up. I said, where the heck is this audio? I guess I'm not going to find it on YouTube. It brings you the facts in only the most base form and not always the correct facts either, which is something that shouldn't be overlooked in the crafting of the news process. But more importantly, it doesn't bring you a compelling story. It doesn't connect the way that these news items relate to the individual's life, which I feel is integral to the value offered by news. We don't follow the current events just for you know craps and giggles. We do it because it affects our lives and our judgment and the decisions that we make. <laughs> well, listen, listen to this one. I think that the thing that is going to be affected most by this is trust. And when a news person uh, gets on the air every day and cracks the mic, you know, at WIBC or wherever, they are trying to not only deliver news, but build a bond of trust between that news person and the listener, that one-on-one bond of trust. And that is something that a soulless machine can never do. They can never build a bond of trust. And trust is integral. If you are going to uh, have a news source that you go, and look, I mean, let's admit it, uh, you know, a lot of the big boys, uh, the the people in New York and Los Angeles have uh, broken that bond of trust by, uh, by being biased. Yeah, but this this goes beyond that. This is not even human. They've broken the bond of trust that never existed, and that is because you cannot have a bond of trust that goes one way to a robot. Well, this is a perverse role reversal of roles. Robot, of course, being based on the Latin word for slave, because machines were meant to serve men and not be their master, which effectively they become when they delineate your information to you. And that is that should frighten anybody. The concept. The, the mere concept of it should just cause the, the hairs in the back of your neck to stand up. It does for me. <laughs> no one should ever trust news that they're getting from a machine. And I've, in fact, I am, I am all for, you know, and I don't know, you know, how many people are, uh, you know, listening that are spiritual people, but I'll do the same thing I did for Twitter. I prayed every day for Twitter to go away. I'm going to, I'm going to do the same thing for AI. Uh, I'm going to make it a daily routine and I'm not kidding. I did. And, uh, somebody told me one time, uh, right there in the WIBC office, they said, Twitter's never going away. And look at it. Twitter is seriously diminished. So I'm going to give it everything I got. Well, traditionally, electronics do not fare well in moist conditions, and the Lord has utilized floods to great effect in the past, so maybe you can step in here. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, anyway, Chris, uh, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate your thoughts. I thought that, you know, this was a really important issue to discuss, especially being that WIBC is part of creating news and delivering news. (laughs) 
Well, indeed. You know, I made it my mission every day when I was there, and I still do, uh, to to make WIBC's news product a, as trustworthy as possible. And I would like to make double sure, as long as I have influence there, that AI will never be a part of it. Absolutely. And you do a damn fine job, sir. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ethan. Thank you for listening to Saturday Night on The Circle, and stay tuned for more on 93 WIBC.